Good lord! I think he threw up. Has to be the intro. There was no way that's going to be. What was? I think he threw up. DJ, run that shit. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Every Good Boy Does Fine, the weekly podcast where we touch on music's past, its present, and where it's going. My name is Daniel, along with my co-host Greg and our rotating panel of guests, we'll seek to relay interesting news, history, and a healthy dose of our other opinions, for better or worse. So, Greg, how you doing tonight? I'm confused. Alright. So, you guys taught me this new word, oh. and I've been using it a lot lately. And I don't know if I'm using it wrong. Probably. Or what's going on, but everyone gets really mad when I use it. Okay. So is this like a curse word that I just didn't know about? What's the word? So with one conversation with a coworker, I told him, you are a terrible father, allegedly. <laughs> and then another conversation I had, I was what at was an What was the wrong word in that? <laughs> What was the word you were looking for in that sense? Allegedly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I told another guy when I was grocery shopping, I said, hey, can you move? Like, you're you're blocking the aisle here. Like, can I slip past you real quick? And he said, yeah, no problem. And I was like, you should be more considerate because you're a fucking asshole. Allegedly. <laughs> and then another coworker, he was talking about how much of a Trump supporter he was and he was arguing with another coworker that's a big Biden supporter. And I went up and told them, hey, did you know that secretly Trump and Biden are best friends? Allegedly. And surprisingly <laughs> enough, out of the three scenarios, that was the one that got the biggest rise. <laughs> so I'm just wondering what this allegedly actually means. So are you using allegedly in the same, same realm that people would use with all due respect? Probably. Yeah, it, okay. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing it like the Pat, like Pat McAfee show. Like he allegedly was swimming in like a river in Indiana. So that's like where I get it from. So like when you're like allegedly, it was like yeah, I didn't actually do it. <laughs> Never happened. No proof. I feel like it's a uh, it's like a movie thing where they say it's based on a true story. As long as they, <laughs> as long as they this is, as long as they don't say this is a true story, it's based on a true story. Yeah. They can literally do whatever the fuck they want. Right. 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 It's, Big on like TikTok and stuff because those communities, like the creators that do like drama channels, obviously say whatever they want as long as they can put allegedly. So you can literally <laughs> slander another the shit out of another person <laughs> and then say allegedly and like all is forgiven. So, so that's why, yeah, that's why I yeah. think it's it's the it's the new with all due respect. With all due respect, you're a terrible fucking person. <laughs> yeah, everyone was getting <laughs> really mad every time I used yeah. the word. Well, I mean, you. Try different accents next time. Yeah. I just I just wanted to make sure that you um like when you told the person he was a bad father, but yeah. you said allegedly, he was like, Oh, oh okay. Well like you said allegedly, so we're good here. Yeah, how long was no. the pause before you said allegedly? Um he might have already been offended okay. in, in oh. trying to grab my neck at that point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Say, somebody tells me the first part of that sentence barely got out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like like I I, I tried to say allegedly, but like his grip around my neck was so tight that it was allegedly. <laughs> and y yeah. yeah. Oh, kind of screamo at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what upset him. I hate screamo. <laughs> Which I get. Never got into it myself. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I've I've always been a fan of, of, of light screaming. But uh, <laughs> but uh, once it sounds like someone's being murdered, that then it's probably a problem. Okay. Turn well, off, yeah. Then we have consent issues, I think. <laughs> all right so uh, all right so to so to announce everyone around the room uh let's uh go with ryan first ryan how you doing pretty good how are you uh, i'm not doing too bad jim how are you doing hey excited to be here for another week there you ready go. for the uh topics we have this week there we go you have no idea and he came on time this time caleb how you doing i always i always come on time <laughs> <laughs> And then the woman, the myth, the legend, Judy. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? <laughs> happy all of you could join us and happy all the listeners could join us again. So, Daniel, 
what do you have on the docket first for us? So yeah, coming through news stories from recent history. Uh, yeah, in the last couple of months, I, I think this has been kicking around for uh, maybe a couple of years now. Uh, a movie that got shelved by the pandemic, like a lot of things did, was uh, another Dylan biopic, which I'll go further into what I think of another Dylan biopic here here soon. But uh, so we've got another one that is in the works. Uh, people are apparently excited about it. It's called Going Electric. Uh, so we've got a movie that is centered around Dylan's early rise in the folk swing at folk scene, and then his swing to the electric guitar and fully ampl- amplified backing band. Uh, short history on that and why that is even being made into a mer- movie and what the controversy is there. So in July of 1965, uh, Dylan had a performance at the Newport Newport Folk Festival. This was his third return to the to the festival. He's already a big name at this point, big in the folk scene. And, uh, you know, this is not a festival, I think, that Caleb has attended so far. I don't think he's necessarily <laughs> not, not gotten that one. Okay, that's good. You, um, didn't, you weren't there in 1965? Yeah. Or maybe, you know, if they had, I, I did not look into whether the Newport Folk Festival is still going on. <laughs> well, if it is, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll I was going to say, there. was your father there? You might have been there in his ball bag. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he was five, so... <laughs> I mean, actually, no, sperm don't work like that. So, no, he wasn't there. Mm, just a twinkle in the eye. Yeah. Maybe your grandfather? No, 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 no. Because his dad's already born at that point, unless yeah. something weird was going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. I don't think you have two generations of. <laughs> I have a loose understanding of. Sperm. of I mean, you know, we're, we're looking at Punnett squares and we're, we're recessive and I don't know. I, uh, I'm not going to get too far into it. Um, so yeah, so don't want to get was, all scientific on you guys. Yeah, this was this was an <laughs> unplanned switch from being uh, what at the time folk singers played acoustic guitars, and that was it. They did not play right. electric guitars. They were not right. amplified. It was a whole thing. Uh, and this was a completely improvised switch that he did not let anybody know before booking this this festival gig. So oh. he made this. Uh, yeah, it was it was not a planned thing. That, he literally decided the day before he was going to set up the stage as an amplified band. That could really fuck with like the booking agents and the this is people a folk, managing This is a folk it. festival in 1965. Yeah. It's not set up for this. And he came in saying, I'm going to rock this place? He came in and said he was going to he was gonna plug a strat in and go for it. That That's like someone like fronting as a metal band, and then they show up to a metal fest, and they're like, hey, by the way, we're an acoustic band. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to get fucked. Pulls out destroyed. a harmonica. Here we go. <laughs> Metallica showing up to Woodstock, yeah. basically. Pretty much, except for at least Woodstock was set up for it. Why? Because by 69, it was more normal. I just thought of something. Why has there never been a metal harmonica? Ah, the closest we got was Blues Traveler, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're mostly made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. That's one of the more... Oh, come on. Words. We that did get a, like we did get a like metal... What was it? A flute player, piccolo player? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Yeah. Uh, oh god, I can't remember the the the, the band. That's upsetting. Uh, but yeah, so no, yeah, no harmonica in that one. Uh, but yeah, so he made this this completely improvised switch. Didn't tell anybody he's going to do it. Uh, set the stage up. His whole band is amplified. He's playing an electric guitar, uh, and this was performed to booze and yelling. And it just a lot of people were against what he was doing because the scene at the time was very against uh, the movement music towards uh, Fender Strats and right, amps, which right. was what everybody was moving towards. But the, yeah. the folk scene itself was was staying strong against it. Um, so and ever since you see this a lot, especially when you go into to dives into music history as far as the people who were at these these pivotal events now people say that they booed and they yelled because uh the sound was bad because right, and it probably right. was because yeah. this festival was set up for acoustic music it wasn't and it was yeah. it probably wasn't sound tested since he no, did God, it because he wanted it to be yeah. he wanted it to be a thing yeah so, exactly yeah. so it probably did sound bad but yeah were you booing because it sounded bad or were you booing because of what it was right, uh, right so right. they said the sound was bad they also said that it was one of the shortest shows he'd ever played mm. which could also be a problem with yeah the fact that the sound was bad <laughs> they didn't yeah. really plan on yeah. playing a full show with it yeah uh but they, plus there was probably like because it wasn't sound tested at a mass festival like that yeah there was probably 
crazy echo effects that were happening. It a was, lot of distortion. It probably yeah. sounded like shit. Oh yeah. It's supposed to be, and back then, I mean, the 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 quality of the gear they were playing with, yeah. it all had to be plumbed and uh, yeah. right to begin with. So yeah. So then, uh, you know, so they obviously they they booed because they wanted a folk singer with his acoustic guitar, and mm-hmm. people cannot stand things to change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So the, that's the reason. So that's the the synopsis of this movie. Like I said, it got shelved in, during the pandemic. But where I was going with this is, so they've got Timothy Chamelet or Timothy Chamelet playing Dylan, and he is going to not only star in the movie, but sing, and apparently he's supposed to play guitar. So he's been spending the last couple of years, his pandemic time, learning how to play guitar, uh, which is is you know kind of a feat to play guitar for someone who's supposed to be like the the godfather of folk music writing, right? Well. Timothy, he like went to music school. He's like very talented. First of all, like, yeah. Do we know who this is? Do you? Yes. Know? Yeah. Do yes. I know who this? But is? he didn't know how to play guitar before this. He may have played other instruments, but he did spend the last couple of years well, learning how to play. Guitar. Yeah, what is, what I'm not disagreeing do- with that part. But yeah. he's like very musically what he talented. What is he done? He's he in Dune. Oh, is he? Is oh, he's, he's, the, he's the boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. He's Paul. He's Paul Atreides in Dune. Yeah. Oh. He's okay. Little Women. Um, he he was nominated for an Oscar for. He's he's huge right now. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's so big right now. He's also quote unquote, well, not quote unquote, allegedly (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) dating Kylie Jenner, which is a whole thing because people are not happy about. Do you think Kylie Jenner's a Dylan fan? Well, Timothy Chalamet. This is is actually a fuck boy. It's a fuck. He's a fuck boy. Like people on the internet talk about he like be slooting around. Listen, this is not shaming nobody, but he do be slooting around (laughs) to these women. So everyone's like. Mixed feelings about Kylie Jenner because people love him. Oh. They're yeah. like, oh, don't be with a Kardashian. But I'm like, yeah, listen, this him. is uh, this is career suicide for him because uh, Kylie dated Ben Simmons, point guard for the 76ers a little bit ago. Mm. Uh, and he his career's over, basically. Interesting. Uh, he couldn't dunk over Trey Young, who's like 5'6". Forward? And, uh, oh, uh, I mean, all of Lamar Odom. Yeah, like that. That's where they die. But <laughs> they but die. we're, we're oh, talking true. about people that have that. Boy, Griffin. Cart- listen, 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 dashes. listen. There's a huge conspiracy right now. Have you guys heard about this? There is literally a conspiracy. They're per or uh, what they were from Persia, like initially. It's not Persia anymore, but they're who? That's their ethnicity, the Kardashians, right? Okay. So there's this rumor, well, conspiracy theory. You know, I love conspiracy theories. That one of their like great grandmothers. Bought their power and fame, like we will always be successful, have money, mm-hmm. have fame. But there's like a curse that the people that they date, it's like their downfall. Like, like their loves oh. will this be destroyed. Can, but type if you of think thing. about okay. everyone famous that they've dated Honestly, and what's happened to them, it tracks. I was like, that, that Blake is, Griffin that tracks, fell off. Yeah. That, right the fuck off. Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. Um, that is what I was about okay, to bring up was Travis Scott. all the people Travis that Scott. they date have these massive fall offs. He's just trying to get a nut. Look at Kanye. He's West. not dating her. Or is he dating her? Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Which means he's telling her, like, yeah, yeah, baby, we're dating. But is that when, he's with it? It, when he's with his Does boys, he no, listen, if he, when, he's, when he's, a, he's with his he boys, he's like, like an asshole. No, if yeah. the words came out of his mouth that we're dating, even to her, that curse is probably I'll, yeah. I'll say this. He's pretentious. I'll give uh, you that. Okay. But he yeah. looks I'd, pretentious. Allegedly. But still hot. <laughs> but hot. Pretentious, but what? All right. Speaking of being pretentious, so Chamelet rented a. So he, he lives in New York City, right? He rented a house in Woodstock, New York, to get the feel of Dylan. So on top of you know learning the songs, learning how to play guitar, he decides to do the uh, the Hollywood thing and move himself out into I, I believe Woodstock is in upstate New York to mm. get the feel okay. of Dylan, right? Yeah. Which is a very toolish thing to do how does he feel because he's not he's not a method actor it's not like he's christian bale digging into this role it's giving jared leto suicide squad (laughs) it really is that's that's the feel i get it's not like it doesn't feel authentic i didn't feel like that was a brad (laughs) i didn't either i'm on that side of history caleb i liked both of those movies a lot i hated the movies but i thought jared leto was all right i have i have i have have very uh good thoughts about that whole thing so Jared Leto went into that role. I'm going to uh, time me for like two. If I go over two minutes, like, please fucking stop me because I could, I can rant about, we're not talking about 30 seconds to Mars here. Comic book fanboys forever. But, um, so I actually liked what Jared Leto did with the Joker role just because 
everyone wanted him to play this like like they wanted him to mimic Heath Ledger pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he did. He put his own spin on it. it but like and the spin it, was bad. What what the role needed was a fresh new take on it. They didn't need a Heath Ledger lookalike. They didn't need a Jack Nicholson lookalike. They needed something different for that movie and for it to the storyline to work. And I feel like he brought what that movie needed. The thing is, like, I do also feel like he's the hottest Joker. And Heath Ledger's a hot Joker, but he's a hot, he's a hot Joker. I'm impressed, Greg, by the way. You said stop you if you go for three minutes, and you just, you talked for like 40 seconds. Oh, well, good. My, my, my thoughts were uh, flowing very, very cohesively. Concise. And uh, they weren't jumbled for once. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm. An amazing Joker. Outside of Heath Ledger, uh, Heath Ledger's number one uh, has ama- to be ama- amazing. One. Joker, however, um, I, I think he, I, I honestly liked his Joker better than Heath's, but it was in that same genre of Joker. So moving forward in that DC universe, I really hope that when they start using the Joker, they either use Joaquin Phoenix and include him in as canon, or they use a Joker that goes a completely different route, like kind of almost going back to like the Jack Nicholson route of being the very cartoonic Joker. Very campy. Yeah. Um, just because it, like, I can't take another fucking Joker reboot where it's just a, a Heath Ledger, like a discount Heath Ledger. Yeah. The thing is, I feel yeah. like Jared Leto could have went camp, but he took himself a little too serious. Jared Leto yeah. only yeah, takes yeah. himself. I think too if seriously. he would have gone yeah. camp, it would have been phenomenal. He, like, if he would have gone, more, yeah, yeah. If he would have gone more campy with it, people probably actually would have responded to it way better. If he would have been like the gangster clown, but then did like very fucking cringy like campy like jokes. Malibu's most wanted. Who did, <laughs> who did thirty? Who did thirty seconds to Mars open up to open up? Blink one eighty two. Yeah, and how bad? Like how bad was Jared Leto talking? Mm. Yeah, like, he was. He was. Uh, he was so annoying because really? he was. He would just talk in between the songs, mm. and it didn't add anything. It's like uh, I just want to hear you play the kill on repeat until the next fucking band <laughs> yep, comes. That's on. their song. Like get off the stage. <laughs> yeah, for God's sake. Does anybody what? else know anything else he's done? Like what was it? Map of the world. That was a terrible song. Uh oh oh musically. Um. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. One song. It's all I want to hear. Don't talk. Yeah. That's ugh. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember one time uh, we had someone driving Some us banks, down though. to the bars, and uh, it was me, Logan, and Jim. You might have been with us, but uh, the female driving us had no idea what was about to happen because the kill came on. I was riding in the trunk. Were you in the trunk? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's nice. Um, and and all I of us exclusively rode <laughs> in trunk. Glad to see you still alive. Yeah, yeah. I was in the trunk for that. And all of us started scream singing the I'm choruses sure, I'm to the sure kill. Judy was there. It was Judy there too. Yeah, Judy. Nice. Was there. And the the fem- the one I just remember the one female. I think she was driving. I hope she was. Yeah, it was. Driving. Yeah, it was one of our friends that drove. Yeah. And and she was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because all of us were like, just went emotional, sad boy <laughs> scream Welcome into to the our kill. Insanity. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's something about uh, a group of dudes listening to the kill in a car. Yeah, a, a few yeah. beers in them that'll. That we gets, established cool. Judy was there. A group of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you were a spectator. We, we said what we said. Yeah, we said what we said. <laughs> Group of dudes. <laughs> Balls out. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of singing. So, so as I talk about <laughs> speaking of singing, what a segue. What, yeah, that's that's segue? A very good segue. Oh, very good segue. I'm a goddamn professional. Uh, so, so Chamolet is is uh, while he's uh you know hanging out in his house in Woodstock, New York, he's also preparing for. Uh, a role in the Willy Wonka prequel that he's going to be in, which he will also have to sing in because that is a musical. My in man this got one, roles. Willy Wonka fucks for sure, <laughs> for sure. So, so my my Johnny wonder Depp is fucks. so. I mean, he's he's obviously for the sake of method acting, he has moved to another house. He is learning. He is taking. He's singing. He's learning guitar. He's digging into Dylan. Will he do Wonka? You, you did say. Ha- is he moving to Hershey, PA? <laughs> no, I don't think he's. I don't think he submerged himself in chocolate just yet. No. So what I'm wondering is, will he sing the Wonka songs 
with a Dylan voice. Willie, Willie, Wait, is this the same movie? No, he'll, he'll try Willie, to separate himself Wonka. from yeah. Dylan what I'm, on that. Because yeah. what I'm what I'm hearing in my head is, come with me and you'll be in, in a, a world, world of, of pure imagination. imagination. Yeah, have we <laughs> thought that possibly they're combining the two movies? <laughs> I hate how how much of Dylan that sounded. <laughs> that was that was oddly really good. <laughs> <laughs> that was oddly spot on. Also, if you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. <laughs> Daniel was actually Bob Dylan. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. have so many and actually, Bob Dylan. You guys are sitting. You guys are actually sitting with Timothy Chalamet right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Bob Dylan fans are gonna fucking hang. Not true. <laughs> I, know, oh, yeah. I know for a fact. Gonna like get that, hung. I know no, wait. Let me get. In, let me get into the rest of it before the Bob Dylan fans get in here. <laughs> wait, how old is Bob Dylan supposed to be in '65 when he's doing this? That is a great question. How old is Shyamalan being in this? Um, that I don't. Yeah. I think he's like 80. <laughs> Isn't that his last name? <laughs> he's like 80 something right now. I think. Yeah. So do the math. What's 65? Go. 60 Ma- years ago. So he'll he would be uh like twenty five years Ish. old. So Dylan was born wow. in forty one. Yeah. yeah. So he's twenty four, right? Twenty four, twenty five, depending yeah, yeah. on when he was like born. Yeah. In the year. Yeah. We've got a May birth. Okay. So this was he's this a, was uh, is he a Gemini? This was uh <laughs> Yeah. I sense this was July, so he was twenty five. To to sidebar <laughs> on that real quick, I watched a comedian at a show one night um come out and do this fake astrology thing where he he was talking about you know pe- dealing with people in California that are all astrological and everything, and he did this like two minute explanation into someone and was like, and I know my Taurus is on here, no, that's one of them, and like the like uh, the whole California crowd was like, yeah, 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 and he was like, astrology is not a real science. I fucking made that up. The person I'm talking about is a fucking Gemini, and I just made up everything there, so fuck your whole belief system. (laughs) And the crowd went silent, and I was like, oh, man, that was such a good bit. I'm very sad for him. It didn't work (laughs) out. They treated him like Bob Dylan when he showed up at that uh, concert. At the concert, yeah. Bam. And speaking of... Look, at that's a good segue. Take notes. (laughs) All right, Caleb, you're up. You're up Wait. for all of our segues tonight. Yeah, yeah. So speaking right. of alienating our fans, I'll do it right now with my take. There is, we go. Is, let's get is into the it. whole reason I brought this. Yeah, up let's get into it. Is is because to me, do we need another Bob Dylan movie? How many have we had? I think this is at least the fourth in ten or fifteen years to keep doing different segments. There was one movie where they just did different segments of his life. I think three separate people played Dylan in the movie. And I may get crucified for saying this, but I just don't need more than one movie documenting any musician's life at all. I mean, you get one try. That's it. It's either good or bad. And then we all agree that we're done. I mean, take the Johnny Cash movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Do you mm. need to redo that one? Why no, because it was amazing the right, first right. time. Uh, the Ray Charles movie with Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Holy shit. Yeah. It yeah. was amazing. Well, now that you say Don't that, do it again. I'm trying to think. I was like, have there... Has there been any other musician or music group that has had more than one? We're just doing this over and over again. And I think I I think you also get to parody them. Maybe, you know, like obviously like they did the the walk hard parody. (laughs) That's fine. You get one movie, you get one parody, and then no more. I think the problem is is Dylan is still alive and he's producing all these movies. It's it's his ego is driving these movies. It's money grab. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I do believe it, uh, addendum to to your rule of, of one movie is um, you get three movies. Okay. Oh, crap. One, one, one <laughs> is the storytelling movie that everyone wants to okay. see. Okay. Two is a factual documentary <sighs> about your life. No, nope, don't care. Okay. And three <laughs> is the like satire, like comedy like we're gonna make fun of you so the, version the, so the factual one you don't make a movie out of that the history channel does some shit on yeah, it. yeah that, that's <laughs> so why that, i said someone documentary that that's why i yeah. said documentary okay, the documentary yeah, yeah. but that doesn't make the movie theaters like that's 
Documentaries can make movie theaters. No, they can, but they shouldn't. But they don't. They all they don't. They don't. And in this case, like I said, you do you do one like actual true one. You do the satire one, but the the documentary one, like I said, is on the History Channel, the the VH1 because they don't play music like shit like that. Does VH1 still do behind the music? Jim, when was I, the last I wasn't 100 sure if VH1 was still a thing. So. I wish so. they did. I mean, I watched. Jim, uh, just to, just to defend your point, when was the last time you went and saw a movie in a movie theater? Hasn't been exactly. that long ago. <laughs> it has not been that long ago. So can I no, add one I'm, musical I'm, one? It's been a minute. I would <laughs> like to add one more rule to my to my rules. And okay, okay. I mean, technically, the two the two that the examples I gave didn't follow this rule. But I also think the person should be dead before the movie comes out. Yes. I, I wholeheartedly Which agree. Cash was yeah. alive. Ray yeah. Charles was alive. I, yeah, yeah. What about like the Beatles? Like McCartney's still alive, but they keep, like everything they put out is gold, I feel like. What if 50% of your band's dead? <laughs> well, then we're, yeah, I mean, we're going with market shares it's, then. Okay. okay like, you that, can, that's that gray area. No, 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 not a gray area. I have the stipulations here. <laughs> if you're part of a band and not a solo act, it can come out while some band members are still alive, but you can't be continuing. So, like, um, like the Beatles didn't continue past like Lennon. Yeah, McCartney's uh, not the Beatles. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, they didn't. They weren't continuing on as all of that was being started. Like, the Beatles were already done and dead. Okay, like, all right. I, I agree. I, I feel I like agree. that's a good compromise. Yeah. So, I also feel like there should be stipulations for bands that have broken up because just like. That's dead. So that's something you can grieve. Therefore, oh, yeah, there, make a yeah. documentary. So, so if their exactly, career yeah. is dead, yeah. If if the band slash artist is no longer being that band slash artist, it's it's very. So, you know, I'm yes. glad we made these rules for the for Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood, they Hollywood listens in and they, they take our. They've been criticism. needing. They've been yeah. needing these rules. Yeah, want to change the world? There's. Nothing to it. So, Judy, to your point, if they have to be dead or if a band breaks up, they can't like that's when they can have a documentary. So one yes. direction broke up. Exactly. Would you would, exactly would you or would you not be a fan of a one direction documentary what would they or document? something? No, I'm supporting it hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like if wasn't you're grieving a loss in any it was on TV. Okay, first of all, there's drama, drama. You know nothing, you stupid little boy. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> nothing, John They were on a show. Okay, first of all, they were, but th- then that had nothing to do with their breakup. <sighs> and there was drama recently because Liam was being crazy. He went on a podcast, said that he was chosen as the lead singer, acted <laughs> huh? like he was the most famous, when obviously it's Harry, if you know anything about anything about anything. Right, right, okay. obviously. You ghoul. <laughs> so, so, Daniel, I have... Liam an- was lucky to be there. I have another uh, maybe addendum to this. What if you have a band, say oh, okay. they were formed in 1999-ish, uh, new metal, uh, two lead singers, one kind of raps a little bit, <laughs> the other has... Very specific. <laughs> yeah. just, just, I'm just coming if up you with this have the top one of my in mind, just say... No, 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 no. Really? I'm just coming up with this off keep, the top of my head. Describe, keep describing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so what, one of the lead singers maybe raps a little bit more and the other uh, kind of sings... And then Does, one do they them, sing all the time? Yeah, he, yeah. He screams a little bit. He screams too. a little. Okay, he screams yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just has a lot, a lot of stuff going on in his life. And may, maybe he kills himself later. Um, um, and what if they made a documentary? Let me cut you. Allegedly kills himself. Yeah, or allegedly, or allegedly. is allegedly suicided because he was uncovering some rich people that were pedophiles. Because that was actually happening. I feel like that's some QAnon shit. Now, now, <laughs> listen, listen no, him and Chris were suicided. Uh-huh. I said it. No, no, this is a hypothetical band I made up. <laughs> okay. What, what, if, what could, if all of this put together... Could they have a documentary? Could they have a documentary right now today? Uh, no. no. The band no, is continuing band on is continuing. with a different singer and yeah. uh, still, like, what? 75% of the band is still alive. Yeah. Okay, but I'm gonna jump in here. Just another point brought up in a stipulation. I feel like if any type of like true crime happened to you on or around <laughs> your band, you get a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> true crime. I mean, you. look yeah. at Selena. <laughs> I'm just saying, Selena got one movie. I'm just she saying, she was dead when it happened. There, she follows there, the rules. There are two singers that were both part of organizations that uncovered rich pedophiles and both of them happen to be suicided Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm just saying i'm not a conspiracy theorist um don't don't look at me like that (laughs) yet but it's something to think about 
<laughs> just a little food for thought. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I I don't know if there's any bands that meet the criteria I just did, but yeah, just theoretically. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's the end of my rant. I mean, the okay. whole reason okay. I mean, you you bring up uh, Timothy Chevalier just to shit on Dylan, right? It's a it's a reach, but it's yeah. where I was going. But speaking of ranting, yeah, I want to kick it off to Judy here because. We definitely want to cover something that she's going to rant Judy, 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 Judy. all day about. Judy. And I'm not what, going to spoil it. What's I'm, the name? I'm, I'm going to let her bring us all into this. What's the name of the segment? Getting Moody with Judy or getting something? Moody <laughs> getting, Judy. getting the Moody with Judy. Uh, at least it's not like getting that booty with Judy. Or... <laughs> it could be if you wanted to. Be. <laughs> Your vocal experience. <laughs> <laughs> um okay it's like inserting so this week our nation is in mourning obviously mm-hmm. um <laughs> swiftly clearly clearly as, as you already know uh because taylor swift broke up with her boyfriend of six years joe allen um and if you're a swifty like me let me just give you wait first of all yeah go back people be gate people yeah. gatekeep taylor swift and i just want to give you guys some of my credentials Okay. Uh, moving forward, so Swifties, like I am part of right. your community. And also, also when you I talk to- with Taylor, it's with worship and respect and um, idolization. Obviously, exactly. I love her. And also, describe the events to a group of people who were not following the events. Right, not Swifties, and those, and those people say. are definitely our audience, not the people in this room. Yeah, we we are very well informed yeah, 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 on her yeah, 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 ex, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. the the listeners the might listeners. not know who right, her right, ex right, is. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Swifties. So start at the beginning. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So Taylor Swift, if you didn't know anything about Taylor Swift, is kind of notorious in her past for writing about her relationships. Mm-hmm. And she was very public, um, very forthcoming with information about said relationships, even like name dropping. Some of her famous people that she has dated is like John Mayer, Harry Styles, Calvin Harris. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Tom Hilson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of the story. Loki. That's part of the story. I will get into the story. The Anyways, real quick, my credentials you for you, Swifties Gatekeeping. I have been to every major stadium tour that Taylor Swift has ever had. Um, <laughs> I have been a Swiftie since 2008. So I've even seen her at Jamboree in the Hills back when she was like 17 years old in her first album. Just playing because uh, I... But I'm just saying, I have credentials. I was on Tumblr. I talked. Can, to, I messaged Taylor on Tumblr, even though she didn't respond. Your, we could post your resume to. <laughs> I just need everybody to know that I am part of this community. Therefore, I'm I'm in grieving, and I want to talk about this and I want to process this with my besties that really care about this issue before, and everything surrounding it. Before you get into it, are you happy or sad that this breakup happened? Okay. Is it is it better for her or is is she going to have to recover? It's devastating. Okay. Here's why it's devastating. And Taylor hates when you take, speak on her relationships. So I'll tell you why this devastating. The albums that she has produced, that she has written, that she has performed since they have been together are top notch. I mean, 1989 is right. probably most would argue her best album, but everything after that mm-hmm. was inspired and probably surrounding like her relationship with Joe right. to what the, albums, the point. What the albums during her hold on, I'll get relationship. to it in a second. Okay. Even yeah. to the point where he co-wrote some of those album, some of those songs on those albums under a pen name. I, I was gonna say because oh. I, I I saw that was he, he was a uh, a songwriter, so I, w- I was curious about his like level of involvement. It's like William Borney or something. Bor- 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 I can't which, remember what the which last boy are you talking about right now? Joe Alwyn, who she just broke up with. Oh, the current the. I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that. So, what what albums were written while they were together? Reputation, Lover, Folklore, Evermore, and Midnight's. Her last five albums. Yikes! Yeah, that's a lot. So, I mean, not all the songs are based around him. She does still like continue some of her past, but she also has released. Weren't a few of those albums like written like specifically? They were not supposed to be about her. They were like folklore and evermore are it's like her storytelling that's Mm. the whole point of like folklore is like she she wrote it during the pandemic so it's like her and him telling these stories that aren't supposed to be related but then some of them taylor swift loves to do this thing where she adds easter eggs to all of her music and to her videos and like (laughs) to things that she posts online and i love that right so if you're a fan and you follow her you'll see these easter eggs which you know are clues to something so she alludes and she clues in a lot of things within those two albums so 
yes, and it's not technically about her, but there's some things that you're like, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, as, as much as a artist puts themselves in. Yeah. Okay, right. so anyways, she's on her Eras tour right now, as you all know. It's probably the biggest tour in the country that's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands. I don't think anybody would argue about that. No, it's um, true. that's fair. Anybody that knows anything, it literally about is, it's, it's caused congressional hearings. Right. So people started, <laughs> people started getting curious because he hasn't been seen at any of her shows so far, and typically mm. their their relationship is incredibly private. So it's not necessarily right. out of the norm, but he does show up to support her at like major events, and they were like, mm-hmm. he hasn't been to a single one right so, started, so there was already questions on the internet and if you are ride or die with taylor swift you love joe because of what he's given us right <laughs> but he, he's like blessed <laughs> upon us honestly now am i team harry styles we'll get into that in a right. second okay, okay. Is, the, is the community also saying that like joe's laying it down like what wait, wait, like you is, mean like is, is joe like, like so like jo- what he was given the community was he oh. also giving the community yeah. as in Taylor Swift's vagina? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Did, First he, of all, ne- did listen. he next day ship that hoe? <laughs> Here's the thing. You guys are ki- you guys are joking. She has this song called Dress. The whole hook is only bought this dress so you could take it off. Uh, <gasps> Mic drop. See, yeah. I, that's what I was getting to. They fuck. Like, is yeah. Joe so essentially the answer requests yeah, me, yes, yeah. they fuck it. I got a lot of weird uh, looks from this statement. Only bought this dress so you could take I mean, it off. Obviously, uh, no one in the room's laying it down. No, you got a lot of weird looks because the way you went about asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the question. Uh, it's definitely well, you. Yeah, okay. Phrasing. <laughs> Where was I? You were taking a dress off. She's currently on her. Mm, <laughs> mm, 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 mm. The congressional mm. hearing. Over the congressional <laughs> hearing. It's Nancy Pelosi yeah, taking go, a dress can, off. Can you go over the congressional hearing? I don't know, but here's what I'm saying. When she, sometimes she be saying things about her relationship, I'm like, I've never been loved. You know what I mean? Like you lose your, like, do I know what do I know what love is? What that feels like? What experience I'm missing out on? So. I think the question that I was asked was, "I am I happy or sad about this?" Right? Was right, that right, what the, right. Yeah, yeah. And the question, and the answer to that is, I guess, a little of both. Because number one, obviously, this is a major event in Taylor's life, and not that I'm wanting this, but there's probably going to be some great music that comes out of this, just to keep it back. Well, typically that's how it works. It's, yeah, they have a breakup, new album comes out, mm-hmm. and we're all supportive of that. How soon? It's how usually soon a good, a good album. album. So that's what I say. So she just put tour. out an album. So like, how soon is she going to put out that? How long are album? how long are her tours to? Well, she also got into a pattern for her first. I would say eight or nine albums where she released an album every two years. Now she did disappear before reputation because of you know everything that happened, everything yeah, that occurred. Yeah, yeah, we don't have time to unpack that today. We just don't. No. However. She's still uh, folklore and evermore. She released um, pretty quickly soon after each other. I think part of the reason because they were both written in the pandemic, so like there's nothing to do besides write music. She probably had them both queued up and just Mm -hmm. like yeah. And then midnights, God, that was so midnights would have been about two years after that. So Mm -hmm. she typically has a two year kind of pattern that she. So she's probably so she's probably releasing, touring for a year, writing for a year, and then Mm -hmm. new album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So one one thing I want to add to that though is like so this was a a 6 year relationship this wasn't just like a fling or anything like that so like it was it was something that was very serious to her especially that him world, as well it's it's a long time Oh yeah and um so I'm just wondering cuz like it wasn't like at least to what we know because you know we don't know what's going on behind closed doors and everything like that but it wasn't like it was like a crazy breakup because like oh I caught you cheating and blah 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 like like I feel like it's a fifty fifty on if a good album is gonna come from this because like if it was something that was kind of like a mutual thing where just one day they were like I don't think this is gonna make it in the long run like I don't know if that will inspire for good music or what. My opinion, before yeah. you get into the truth, Judy, my opinion would right. be that, yes, that could make a good album because I do enjoy good, clean, adult, sad lyrics okay. that are not overly dramatic in one way or the other, but are just right. very good tellings right. of actual relationships. Right, right, But right. yeah, to, to, to Judy with the truth. Yes. Um, 
so here's the thing. Essentially, <laughs> essentially, so Taylor Swift, not last weekend, but the, I don't know when this is going to air, so just stick with me. But she took two weeks off her tour. She always had this planned, two weeks off her tour. Like I told you guys earlier, remember how I said that he wasn't showing up to any of her concerts? So people were already alleging that they weren't together, right? So they finally, her publicist, they think, leaked this information when she had two weeks off because of the timing and everything that they had broken up. But it's speculated that they broke up months and months ago, mm. which kind of makes sense based on like all of the events that are happening. Yeah, I wasn't sure about months and months ago, but I, everything I've been reading like looked like March at least. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And well, her tour started in March, so. Um, so pretty much like right when she went on the road is when they probably right. actually split. Now there's several so the statement that was released was very cordial like they just fell out of love like they the, the relationship came to a natural finish a natural end when actually uh, a lot of people are saying well that's coming from Taylor's publicist like that's what they want to say now of course people are going to say the worst things that they can and then say allegedly after as always like this legend but that's Who what's actually would fucking do that yeah. that is a fucking monstrous thing to do yeah, that's, crazy. that's kind of what's happening right now is you'll see all these people that are like oh his people are saying that he couldn't take her level of stardom and didn't like mm. being the spot like that much and they're it was so intrusive on their no- sense of normalcy six years right. in there and then there's other people that saying that he when he started to date her was only looking to socially climb himself. Mm. Did he? Though? Because he writes music. Right. But, but he's featured people, on her albums. But do I don't believe any of that. her circle know his name. I actually I didn't know think until last week. Here's okay. Well, she has a very powerful circle, though, which means she could be writing, yeah, or he true. could be writing for this these people. Yeah. Well, know. he wrote under a pen name. Remember? Yeah. That's yeah. True. That's like that's the important piece, and it wasn't even released until like well after the album that like, he was right. actually who the person was. Yeah. But, so, like, you know how I told you Taylor Swift be writing lyrics and, like, little mm-hmm. Easter eggs? On her album Midnight, there is a song called High Infidelity. Oh. And it's literally about somebody cheating on their relationship. And, like, the, so, again, this is a conspiracy in all respect to Taylor. I'm not right. speculating. I'm just reporting Allegedly. what people are thinking, what people are saying. Right, right, right. So. I will speculate. Here's the thing. That can be about one or two people. People think it's about her relationship with Calvin Harris and when she cheated on Calvin with Tom. And that's very public knowledge that that relationship overlapped. And April 29th was a event that. So Taylor Swift actually co-wrote on that song. That's like lightning. This is what you came for. She wrote on that song under a pen name. Oh. So he was at an award ceremony for that song and she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. She was. At the Met Gala with who? Tom Hills. And Joe Alwyn. He was there too. And she writes in a song that she met him that night as well. And it's been speculated that Tom and Joe also overlap. Oh. So. Look at Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that would be hot. An Eiffel Power, as some people call it. <laughs> <laughs> One night in Paris. Oh. Yes. Is, is T-Swift slooting around? She used to be six years ago. So then she's been with Joe wow. ever since. But because there's like. Around's probably a bad term for it. Yeah. Now so, there's also speculation that she's either bisexual or Joe Alwyn's like been because she's hinted to relationships with women. And she also used to be very close to like several of her model friends, including like Carly Klaus and I forget who who else has been like named, but that's also a whole conspiracy. So what's the I speculation think- for the main reason of this breakup? The number one thing that I've heard right now is like he couldn't handle Taylor Swift being one of the most famous people in the world. The world, world yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, and that because here's the thing too: when she rep- like just like she says, when he got with her, that was on her downswing when all that stuff happened after Kim K, and she lost a lot of fans, and she went in hiding essentially for a year, and that's when she was like with him the main time that she was with him, and then. She might have been with him for like a year and then the pandemic happened. So their relationship has kind of been funneled into this little like bubble. Bubble. And now Taylor Swift, like I think her last album, she's blown up bigger than she's ever been. Oh my God. The last, yeah. Cause even, even in a, for a person who's not like a big Taylor Swift fan, like the last album and all those like 
midnight releases have been the biggest thing on the internet for the past couple months. But I mean, you wouldn't. Why would you get with her? Like, it's still Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, you know what I you're signing up for. I don't get that as a reason. It's like because, she's yeah, yeah. She'll never not be popular. Never not be a household name. But I think that's the counter argument too. It's like people just trying to spread whatever narrative that they want to spread. There's, if there's and like, no, if there's no official narrative, people will speculate. Right, and yeah. I think that's what I'm just saying. That's the number one thing that people are saying right now. I don't personally believe that. The way that they talk about each other and the way that they wrote. I I'm t- I want them to get back together because she also was performing champagne problems. Like she came back, she took two weeks off after it was released, and she was like tearing up like on the tour, which is about a failed engagement. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's very similar to like Maud Sun, like we covered on the album review of like him having to tour right after him and Avril broke up their engagement. The only difference being is I can listen to a Taylor Swift song all the way through. Oh, I see. Yeah. First off, wow. watch your mouth right now. <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> um, no, but I was uh, I was actually reading a little bit, and I'm trying to get political at all. But um, buckle but up. I <laughs> no. Wait, is, was that an allegedly statement? Uh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Um, no, I read some stuff that like uh, a little piece of it was kind of. I think she came out and actually said that it was his views on like the Trump presidency. The abortion like mm. policies like things like that for um swift or levine like i think oh no Taylor <laughs> swift <laughs> yeah, was okay. saying this about yeah uh, i see so yeah so moral of the story basically the whole th- the reason this is a significant event i would say to the music industry right now is because either taylor swift's gonna write about this and we're gonna get another album and it's gonna be amazing um especially because this has been such a long meaningful relationship to her which again is not something we want because you don't want to live through someone else's like pain obviously but if that's something that comes out of this i think everybody's really excited however i want to get back with him because they wrote amazing music and right, i think that they right. genuinely have love there yeah Brian, that's all i got so i mean i spent a good portion of time just shitting all over bob dylan and so i, I feel like one of my complaints is that i mean is he the godfather of of songwriting sure i mean it, the folk scene grew that does his voice in my opinion suck Sure, in my opinion, it does. So, what I want to want to know from the room is: Do any of you have a, an artist, a band, a singer that there you don't think their voice is necessarily a good singing voice, but do you still like their music regardless? I know I've got one in mind, but I would like to hear the room. So, Judy, you want to start? Oh, right back at me. Um, yes, this is a this is a controversial. This is a hot take. I think they're all going to be. This is a hot take. Now, here's the thing. I know this is this is a whole. This seems like a bit. This is not a bit. <laughs> this is not a bit. Alert! I, alert! My one of my smallest pieces of baggage <laughs> is I love the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I really do. Bangers, bangers, bangers. Like they have some there bangers. There is no shot you're going to go with Will I Am right now. I sort of got. I do not know not, where this is going. I, here's the thing. <laughs> Fergalicious, Fergie Ferg. <laughs> I thought she was She's about to glamorous. hit on Fergie. She can't. Fergie can't sing. Uh, we all we know. We know. She can't sing. She can't sing. She's so bad. At the so are NBA you finals, so bad. have you seen her sing the national anthem? She's bad. Are you saying oh. that because of that, Will Ferrell cannot sing because his <laughs> voice is a mix between Fergie and Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I think essentially, I am, yeah. I think yeah. essentially she's saying that. But here's the thing. Fergie can't sing. But does the Black Eyed Peas and Fergie put out like literal bangers? Like I'm gonna listen to it and I'm gonna shit on the Black Eyed Peas. I don't know, like, but I, I, I know every word to where is the love. Like let's be honest, we all do. We all I know do. for a fact there's no way she sings all the time like she did the national anthem because oh God. God forbid the Black Eyed Peas would not be successful. I cannot agree more actually. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like everybody loves the Black Eyed Peas, but yeah, she. Yeah, I don't think this is controversial. Rough. You said this. Was I just, I just, for some reason, in asking the question, I didn't think it was going to go that direction. I thought every answer was going to be controversial and argumentative, but all of us were like, oh, fuck, you might have a point there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've got one that's pretty controversial, unless one of you wants to go. I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. 
So I, re- I really want to rock it with mine. <laughs> so mine is one that is is one that I've mentioned before. Newfound Glory. Oh. I can find like every single time I find a band that covers Newfound Glory, I love the song. Every time I listen to the original, I fucking hate the singer. Mm. He just like it sounds like someone is strangling him while he's trying to sing. Like he just tightened. Have you ever thought that maybe someone was? They might have been. They might have been. Or maybe he was strangled as a kid and that's why he's famous. I don't know. It's bruising. But yeah, it just sounds like he's like someone is tightening like he's tightening his throat as po- as tight as possible and is like I want no voice to come out of my mouth. I want it all to come out of my nose as well. So I'm going to sing as nasally and tight as possible and somehow be famous fucking for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I fucking hate it. And they musically, they have such good fucking rhythms and guitar licks and stuff for pop punk. But then he starts singing and I'm like, just no, go away. Please go away. And that's Makes my sense. Makes that's- sense. Caleb. All right. I got one here. Now, let me try to buckle up for this one. Okay. So, <laughs> if it's Linkin Park, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, because I like, I like the voices. So, we, so, so, in buckling up, are we going like, is this like a five-point harness situation? Probably. Like just probably. A lap, we is might, this a lap belt? We might get some hate for this one. Okay. okay. I, right. I might. And if you have hate, email us at... <laughs> EGBDFpod if you got at it, gmail.com. If you got hate in your heart, email us. Or any of the socials, tell tell me, Caleb, go eat shit and die. Yeah, I was like, don't bring us <laughs> one bullshit. One person or you could, say eat shit and die to Caleb. Or you could just tell him that just for the spite of it. Yeah. Be fine so, with that. so here it is. Okay. And I know this, this guy's voice is very synonymous with the type of music, the era and the time frame, early 90s. Um... Do you, do you think you know where I'm going with this? I don't this? know, but I'm about to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, you would, you, you would argue that this band and this guy created this entire genre of music, grunge music. I'm talking Kurt Cobain. Oh, okay. I, and, and listen, I like Nirvana. I do. I thought, but, you were about, I thought you were about to throw Lane Staley under the bus, <laughs> and I was going to choke you on the <laughs> I, I expect people to want to choke me for this, but like, I get it. It's grunge, yeah. and his voice goes with that, but like, is it that good of a, is it that good? Now, their music, I'll listen to it. It's good music. But See, that, was, that, that was the point of the question. A voice that you don't think is technically good. But you still kind of like the band, mm. so, you know, and I, I guess that's the thing. It it molds with that genre, yeah. like it's grungy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if if he can actually sing. We don't know. He's, well, I'd argue. I'd argue now. his voice, whether he can sing or not, he does make those songs though. Like if it's not Kurt Cobain singing, like I don't feel like covers of Nirvana are good because he's part of that sound. So like especially like. Smells like Teen Spirit. When you hear people cover that, it's always they slow it down or they do something different because they can't capture grunge without his voice. In my opinion, no. In, in my esteemed opinion, my esteemed it's opinion. unique. That's why I said like it's yeah. Because like I feel like they created that entire genre. Because mm-hmm. all like the the weird versions of spell smells like Teen Spirit suck. Like yeah, or either no like lithium or like you yeah. know the the hot tracks. Like yeah. the coffee house versions of Come As mm-hmm. You Are are garbage. Here we are now. The really <laughs> slow, weird ones are like haunting. Except for that, isn't that. there one that's like got like it's, a really heavy bass beat to it? And it's literally like, here we are. See, this is a weird take for me. As a metal fan, I enjoy the screams. Yeah. But somehow, oh. I'm questioning. <laughs> we don't kink shame on this one. <laughs> but I'm questioning Cobain, I guess. I don't know. Questioning Cobain. That's 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 a hashtag to tweet at Caleb. Mm-hmm. Questioning Cobain. Yeah. Um so when did Ryan. Kurt Cobain die actually? Was it about the same time Grunge did or oh, <laughs> Well, are we well our, our we resident young conspiracies right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Listen, uh, I'm we're, 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 we're getting into it. He didn't fucking commit suicide. No, he was he's obviously murdered. They think Courtney Love did it. I, Courtney Love didn't I do it. Up. Courtney she Love didn't do it. Do it. She got the person to do it. How dare you? 
this is not, yeah, it, no, this is not whether, what I signed up for when someone, I asked the question. It was a whether, joke. Whether someone else did it or he did it, he did die on a certain day. Yes. And that day was April 5th, 1994. Oh, were yeah. You, grunge has been dead long. Were you born? That. Were you born? 99. And grunge has not been a thing since I've been born. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah grunge died long he, before you were born. It was a genre literally for his voice. So yeah. I, I don't know. Is, is that a good voice? No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ar- arguably, like, you know, Allison Chains did as much and Pearl Jam did as much too. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, a little older. Yeah, a little, little older. So I think we should do a, another podcast just on music conspiracy theories. That's We can go for a while. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Judy will take the reins over here. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> there are two Avril Lavigne's. Well, I think we could, to, could manage to develop yes! some air. No, no. I also think there's two du- uh, Tom DeLong's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Where into it in like you? three well, minutes. He was abducted by aliens, so how many conspiracy right. theories do you have? Everything uh, you're jumping on. Uh, no, he uh. he himself <laughs> says he was abducted by aliens. Yes. They literally wrote a song called "Alien Exists." Aliens exist. Oh yeah, the, one of the greatest Blink Tom songs. Yes. Er. He's huge in aliens. Yeah, but he had the whole. Uh, he had a show where he investigated <laughs> UFOs and alien. He abduction. started to the Stars Academy. That's all about fucking alien explanation and. He even got a grant from the fucking U.S. Navy to fucking. Hey, we're gonna Mom, get into it. You sound like you're gonna fucking not blast the creatures all. from above. above. They right. used to tell me stories as, as if my dreams were boring. We, we all say conspiracies are dumb. dumb. Yeah, oh, right. okay. yeah. We're gonna get into it. We're Copyright. Into it. Yeah, we can't. Say all right. That. So Ryan's Ryan's answer. <laughs> For Ryan's singers, uh, mine, you don't think are good, but you like their music. Uh, Morgan Wallen. Okay, hot. Watching, okay. watching. Okay. No, no, if you no. watch him on live, and I've watched, like, I've seen videos because I, I do mm-hmm. enjoy his music. Right, but seeing him live, it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound as good as I wish it would. Because he's heavy. I, I watch. I, I actually yes. watched a video completely unknowing that you, you were going to use him as this. But I did have a video stumble across like my like algorithm today, or no, three days ago, um, that was all about him singing everything without a uh not not auto tune but just audio filters. No, he's and, a, he's auto tune. And and, and and yeah, like he sounds like a really good karaoke bar singer. He's- but he didn't. Like sound like he does on his album. And all, it, all, it's of his, not, yeah. all of his vocals are at a minimum. Every one of them, yeah. they're doubled, yes. they're auto tuned, yes, yes, and they're yes. compressed. And, and people really underestimate how much doubling in audio actually does for the vocal. You performance fill in your own gaps. Oh, it 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 does so much for the vocal performance. Like I am a terrible singer, but if I sing two things back to back and you throw them in together. I sound like a decent singer when I know I am a terrible yeah. fucking singer. And a, and a doubling works better if you don't sing the exact same thing twice. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a shot bet, Greg. Yeah. So, yeah, to, to finish this up. I like um, shot. Who's got shots? Or actually, no. yeah. Jim, do you have one? Yeah, I've got one. Um, <clears throat> probably mine is, um, it, it's kind of older, um, Jar Rule. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> on I, on Jaw. I, I like the songs, the songs that they wrote, and the songs that he's in are are actually good. But my God, he's not the best singer. He's and it's murder. He's got asthma. He's got. He's got a cold. And, he's got a lot of fun. Like he, yeah, my yeah. God, I've thrown up, and I I think I've made the same sounds that he sings. And he even got all that rasp before he was in prison and getting dick shoved down his throat. Way you talk. Wow, we that was aggressive. Murder. It just sounds like, like I said, the song itself might be good if he just if he didn't sing from his stomach. That is, yeah. that is <laughs> so fair. See, so yeah. fair. Everything yeah. I do, I put it on jaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on jaw! Oh, man. So, yeah, my answer. So, this got me a lot of hate in high school uh, in my circle of friends who were all into the same type of music. I, for some reason, it took me a very long time to get into the Deftones. 
because I, uh, okay, okay, Chino okay. Moreno has, in my I'm opinion, a shitty fucking voice. Now, uh, uh, in recent years and yeah. in, in recent albums, they have started producing his voice to the point mm-hmm. of where he doesn't sound the same. But an earlier uh, uh, White Pony, and before that, it, it was very like edgy screamo almost to the point where it, like all his his sing was very breathy and yeah, not yeah. very good but like looking back now i still i play that when i'm like getting right. into a nostalgia kick like i, I right. play that entire album that i used to hate on to my friends in yeah school. yeah see so um because i was such a big lincoln park fan and in deftones like toured with lincoln park all mm-hmm. the time I I I still couldn't get into them though, even though they were like part of that scene and everything. And that honestly might have been what it was. Was maybe I just like couldn't get into his voice or something? Because it's it's a it's it's abrasive. Like it's yeah. So no, uh, yeah. Took a while to get into Deftones. Uh, tough transition, really, going from uh, hating a singer and getting shit on by your friends to. Uh, uh, I think my Spotify gave it to me as a suggestion last week because I've been listening to it so much. But so to drop back in on a subject that we touched on earlier in our in, in an episode, I wanted to give a, an update to the Ticketmaster scenario. I know we just talked about Taylor Swift, obviously a big driver in the uh, in, in the Ticketmaster fiasco as far as the ticketing systems go. Um, and you know we've talked about this before and the possible implications. I won't say antitrust one more time uh, <laughs> because I don't know the word count in that episode, but I'm pretty sure I said it 56 different times throughout. I, the I, I, I was I was gonna say I think the over or under would be placed at like 20. And yeah, 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 I'd probably yeah. take the over. And I, I mean honestly, yeah. like listing back on it, it's like, do I know what antitrust means? And like, that's a question I have to ask myself. But so uh, I was looking into this again, and it seems like that there there's a, a couple things evolving as far as the the play and how ticketing systems will work in the future. So there's a company called uh, VBO, and I didn't get a breakdown of whether that is an acronym or whether that's just their name. Because when you click on everything, the about us on their page, they just keep saying VBO, capital VBO, capital VBO. So I'm sure it means something. They don't give away what it means. It's an international ticketing sales software that has been around since about 2012. Um, the reason we haven't heard about them is because right now they are scaled to theaters, uh, museums, uh, smaller ticketing systems. So if you've seen a play and or you know something local to you and you didn't buy a ticket through Ticketmaster and you bought it off of a place's website there's a good chance that they were using maybe not VBO's system or their software but they were using a similar software to handle that ticket sales so they were doing it themselves instead of like going up to you know necessarily going through a live nation or a Ticketmaster to do it and so uh, the people at VBO are using a queuing solution that is better adapted to handle large numbers of simultaneous buyers. They're saying that so far they've been able to handle uh, 140,000 at the same moment buyers, um, which is a pretty big deal uh, as far as what's been holding up the process for Ticketmaster. They're currently scaling up this system and hope to take on a bigger stake in the industry. Uh, they claim to seamlessly be able to handle 2,000 customers per minute right now and are scaling up upwards of that. Um, and so my takeaway and kind of why I wanted to do the update on it is because, you know, before when we talked about this, we talked about maybe this whole court case and, and the hearings involved maybe mean that Ticketmaster Live Nation, those companies be broken up. What I see happening now and my prediction is that Ticketmaster continues exactly how it is, yeah. except for they yeah. buy a software company exactly. like VBO and continue on. Mm-hmm. And maybe it functions better, but they hold their monopoly. Uh, so that's, that's, that's where I'm seeing going on. I mean, my original hope was more competition, but I think that we're going to see just the next evolution of the giant. I'm I'm kind of psyched about this like small thing or like small business and in my head like I'm once again I think I've referenced this before like like one guy in the um the conference room that that sees a fuck up happen <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like yeah. <laughs> motherfucker let's go like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. if we ever had our time nobody's ever heard of us 
in their lives. Let's do this. <laughs> That's honestly true because I mean, why does this one company come up in my in my you know searching around my normal research? As you know, did, like you said, one guy's like, let's put it out there. Yeah, because imagine you, imagine what you sell to a what does the buyout to a company like Live Nation look like? How rich are you afterwards? Yeah, it's gotta like, be crazy. Two weeks ago, you couldn't even spell VBO. I'd I'd hate to. <laughs> Yeah, he still can't. I still can't. It's, it's three letters, and you couldn't spell it. I wouldn't if I. I wouldn't if you asked me. To. <laughs> Don't ask me. No, but, so, I yeah. mean, I mean, yeah, good for that. Uh, good for that company. I actually want to see them do something. I would actually rather them. I, I hope that they don't conform to Ticketmaster. Yeah, some some uh, my hopes in, in all these things, and and not to get you know too far into what ends up being a political conversation. But yeah, I would rather see competition in the market. I would rather see uh, you know. I'd rather see VBO start taking on larger and larger customers and be a competitor for Live Nation instead of what they will probably do, which is sell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the owner is probably going to see dollar signs and like, oh, this is our time to shine. I can just pass this off. Yeah. But in reality, like all they would have to do is just be like, hey, we can do the same thing Ticketmaster is doing and not charge you 75 different fees. like additional fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah afterwards yeah look at what we've done look at what we can do and we can do it for a little cheaper and then you you get the market yeah great points uh you know i'm gonna keep updating as this goes along Uh, i think like i said i think it's gonna fizzle out i think they're gonna buy this other company and nothing's going to happen to the giant but uh you know we'll see what happens hate to sell out (laughs) and uh, (laughs) i hate your negativity i hate your negativity it's gonna happen (laughs) i don't trust any large corporation i mean it's it's fair (laughs) don't get me wrong i don't think the american way unfortunately i don't think you did very deep research because i just googled it and i believe vbo stands for a virtual box office and wow. also my maybe oh, my research not, was a bit shallow really was not expecting this so maybe i wasn't trolling the depths on this one maybe i was waiting the shallows yeah so well yeah we'll keep updated on uh you know where Ticketmaster goes if anything maybe we don't talk about it ever again so that's going to do it for today's episode uh thank you for joining us and listening in you want to find us on the socials facebook twitter at egbdf pod instagram every good boy does fine if you want to send us an email you can email us at egbdfpod at gmail.com for everyone that came in today and for all the listeners out there thank you for listening thank you for joining us on this episode and join us next time thank you